And with that, the 2022 season has come to an end. What a year of learning that we've had here. I want to be the first to wish you a happy new year here as we start a blank slate, blank page in 2023. This is episode 206 on our top eight lessons we've learned from the 50 plus episodes that we've released in the last year. You're tuned into Forever Athlete Radio where together we go far. I'm your host, Corey Camp, and today we get a little reflective as we often tend to do as the calendar turns that new page and really offers what we feel to be a fresh start. So I know personally, a lot has changed last year for me. We kicked things off with our first ever away games. It was this concept that I had really sort of had in the back of my head, didn't really know how to execute on. And February of 22, we decided, why not go for this thing? We ended up hosting two more after that, two in Austin, one in LA. We got one in San Diego coming up here soon that we're really looking forward to. But they started as this chance for athletes to get a second shot at traveling to a new city and get immersed into the culture that exists there. And ironically, the first one hosted here in Austin was crafted in a way where I wanted to highlight what Austin had to offer so that other people coming to the city for the first time could fall in love with the city. And ironically, in that process, between that and running the Austin Marathon the following week, I fell in love with the city. It was the first time that I had spent extended time here, and I knew at the end of that two weeks that I just I felt called to be here. I just had to make this transition. It didn't really make a ton of sense. I had just moved the year prior cross-country from D.C. to L.A., but sometimes you just got to listen to your intuition and listen to your gut, and my gut brought me here, and it came with a whole bunch of ups and downs throughout the year from landing a brand new build rental home where I envisioned hosting these forever athlete events that would be this huge step up from my last place to very quickly within 20 days (laughs) discovering that said house was pretty much inhabitable, um, was not going to work out and had to quickly pivot to what is now the lovely apartment that I have, which All things considered, finding this place on just a few days' notice was a very big blessing. So very grateful for all the journey that this year has brought me. Um, If you haven't already done so, obviously encourage people to take a moment to reflect on both the highs and the lows of their past year. My old coach, Nick Paggs, who's turned into a very good friend of mine, posted a challenge at this point, when this comes out a week ago or so, where he encouraged people to go back through their camera roll and look at the pictures and the videos that they have for each month and be able to answer this question, how was that month perfect? Even if it was less than ideal, how was it perfect? You're going to try to justify, yeah, but this happened, that happened. That's not the prompt. The challenge is to find how was each month of this past year perfect? And you start to train the brain to look for the good, start to look for the lessons. That's a really powerful way to start living your life. Which kind of leads us to lesson one here of the eight that we want to go over today. And number one is you can only experience the highs as much as you're willing to allow yourself to experience the lows. We've heard some fantastic stories over this past year about overcoming adversity and low times and making the most of that. Like Adam Von Rothfelder's episode 
196, where he was going through this roller coaster of navigating strong coffee through the multiple times of almost running out of money to fundraising coming in at just the right moment for him to live another day, to keep fighting this dream of his and moving it forward all the way to the fact of at this time now he has sold part of the company. They're in the process of getting acquired when we recorded. So that's pretty big update news since that episode. The fact of the matter is the quality of life that we live needs to have those low moments associated with it. It needs that adversity because that's when we really develop the skills that we need to take on life. That's what makes this experience of life so interesting. And in order for us to truly live a fulfilled life, we must be willing to experience the lows that come along with that. As we talked with Dr. Nick Holton and Dr. Adam Wright in episode 191, we have no choice when it comes to how we feel uh, certain emotions. We have no choice. Things are going to trigger us as we go about life, right? But we do have a choice when it comes to how long we can feel certain emotions. We can head into them and play through them so that they run their course a little bit quicker and they don't linger. Allow yourself to feel what you need to feel when you have the space to do so, which leads us to lesson two. Number two is peak performers don't suppress. They go back to process what they need to when they have the proper space to do so. This is the one thing missing, I think, in coaches telling you to quote-unquote rub some dirt on it, right? Truthfully, I think these coaches, they actually mean well. There is power in being able to play through certain emotions and feelings, and peak performers know the value of that. Like we discussed with Steven Eisen in episode 187, we need to be able to execute when others are really counting on us to do so. Steven, like many athletes turned entrepreneurs, is responsible for so many people outside of his own life, and he knows that responsibility. So when life events come up for him, he follows through on his commitments, but makes an emphasis to bookmark said event for a proper time and space to dive deeper into it. Too often, we have seen this kind of self-care pendulum swing so far into what we would see in, I call the soft and coddled direction, where people are freezing the moment that they don't feel like doing anything. And it's quite a problem, honestly. In 2023, I encourage you to find ways that allow you to process and work through what you need to. The best of the best know there's a time and place for everything, and the true best make that time to dive into it. Which leads us to three. Build in time to check in what you're running towards and what you're running away from in your life. Sam Scafidi and I talked in episode 188 about running towards a life that you want to create. The mistake that I've seen many make, myself included, is we play so much on this idea that we need to keep go blinders on and keep chasing this goal that we often don't realize we might be avoiding the work actually needed to move towards where we truly want to go. We are all guilty of having these blind spots, right? So building a system or process that allows you to continually check in on them goes a really long way. Actually, the new Forever Athlete Life playbook that we just published, a digital book of dives into this process that I've been using for the past three plus years and using this with a lot of the clients that I have worked with. But the way this works is each week setting aside time to assess and reassess where your where's your vision, 
how is this week fitting into the bigger picture of the month, the quarter, the the half year mark, the year mark, the three to five year plan, and then ultimately that life vision that you have for yourself. We want to make sure that we are running towards more things in life than we are running away from. After all, what we resist often persists. So the longer that we run from something, the more likely that eventually it is going to blow up in our face. Pull off that band-aid and face the things that you need to face when you have the time and space to do so. You just got to make that time. Number four, better connection starts with better communication. Episode 193 explored the benefits of having those tough conversations that ultimately they bring us closer together. In this coming year, instead of running away from maybe the conflict with your boss, that loved one, or your teammate, how can you start to explore better communication with them? It often is a result of shifting your mindset around conflict and how you view conflict in general. One of the sayings here is that we are all on the same team, meaning we often want the same thing, the same end result. Oftentimes, people just don't know how to get there together. So to embody this in your life, I like to paint this visual of setting a table for tough conversations. So instead of going face-to-face with someone, coming around to the same side and saying, hey, we are on the same team. We're trying to go the same direction here. Let's talk through your point of view because I'm struggling to see it right now. All we can ever do really is to invite someone into having these conversations with us if we want better connection in our life. I want you to bookmark that and come back to that one often throughout the year. Number five, you don't have to see to have a clear vision. In fact, you don't even need to know all the steps you need to take to get to where you want to go. You just need to know the first step and take action on that. In episode 179 with Anthony Ferraro, we explored how Anthony, who is a blind judo athlete for Team USA, has been able to craft a vision for his life beyond sport without the need to actually see what it looks like. So many of us have this need for proof that keeps us from committing to a vision and taking action today towards said vision. Your need for proof your need for proof will forever keep you getting the same results that you've ever gotten in your life. And if you want to make a change, you need to let go of that need. Take a note from Anthony's playbook and trust yourself more this coming year. You get to decide though what that gets to look like for you. So today, hit pause on this. How can you start trusting yourself more? What does that look like? How would you act if you trusted yourself? Which leads me to, I think, one of the most important lessons of this past year because it's been a reoccurring one for the past few years for me. Number six, you don't need results to be the person you want to be. Let me say that again. You don't need results to be the person you want to be. A lesson I've learned and really have been learning year over year here since I had my dear friend Nick Pags on episode 74. He's a vital figure in my life because that's the second time we've name dropped him in this episode if you're keeping track. Yes, technically that episode was released nearly two years ago at the time of this being recorded, but it's been speaking to me ever since then. And if you haven't listened to it, go back and listen because you will understand why. We get so caught up on needing something to then be something. Here's what I mean by that. We get caught up on needing money to be successful. Well, if I just had the money, then I would go do X. If I just had 
the girlfriend, then I will be loved. If I just had, it's a story as old as time. And really the thing is, we already have what we need within us, within the palm of our hands. It's a decision that we get to make every day, right? Most people think though, through life in this series of having Z, to then go and do Y, and then they will be X. And good thing is, if you're listening to this, you're not most people, right? A game-changing shift here that you can start doing is really practicing what we would call be, do, have, which Nick and I had talked in depth in that episode 74. But long of the short of it is you make a decision today that you will be X, and that means that then you will do Y, and therefore, with time, you will have Z. No one's going to wave a magic wand and make you confident, self-loving, or insert whatever it else it is that you want to be this year with this fresh page. You get to make that choice today to be what you want to be. So use that choice wisely. Let that dictate your actions. And with the time that you have, how will you spend that in your life? This will probably be one of the, if not the most life-changing of the eight lessons covered in today's episode. So listen back to that, and I can't recommend that one enough. Go back and listen to 74, okay? Number seven, we got two left here. And if you want to be successful long-term, you'll need to focus on spending your time in a way that allows for exponential return on investment for said time. David Meltzer broke this down for us in episode 171 when he talked about how he would build another $100 million business in today's world. And we often look for that Amazon Prime way to win, right? How can we get that quick win now or with that within at least two days, right, at the longest? Which is great for short-term feel-good points, and we need those in our life, right? What David taught me, though, was that we need to be able to invest a percentage of our time into activities that yield us exponential return opportunity long-term. So most of us avoid these because it's too much work up front with too much delayed gratification for us to get excited about, right? Which is why I suggest to people spending and allocating 20% of your time for those types of activities. You actually go in and plan those when you go through that life playbook that we just released. It will require you to plan in order to truly be successful because you're not going to see the urgency there that is going to need you're going to need to like have the motivation and push to be like oh I can I can procrastinate on these I can keep pushing these off but oftentimes those are what we would call your unlocking moves operating in that quadrant in the not urgent but important tasks oftentimes is what allows you to be successful long term and exponentially grow not just your business but in life as in general. So number eight, last one of the episode, short, sweet. I want you to start off this year with a bang and get out there and do an action rather than consuming action here. Number eight, you'll need to shed labels to truly unbox who you are becoming. Caroline Burkle and I talked in episode 170 about growing beyond the old labels that you have had up until this point in your life. This can be extremely difficult this time of year, just coming off a holiday season, right? Where you are having these same labels and boxes that people have always associated us with. 
So when you see that family and, and the friends for the first time in maybe a long while, especially after doing, quote unquote, the work, listening to personal development stuff, reading all the books, making actual change in your life, it can be really tough to navigate those relationships because whether you believe it or not, you all have actually all grown. Even if they haven't done the books and they're not into the same podcasts that you're in, we're always growing. We're always evolving, some at just different rates than others. So in order for you to truly grow in your life, part of you will have to die to allow space for what it is to come. It's the mistake that I see so many make going into New Year's here. They always want to add first. They always want to put more on their plate. I like to equate it to, it's like trying to grab something new without first letting go of what's already in your hands. You might be able to do it at some point, but you know there's going to be a point of diminishing returns. You are going to have to let something go at some point to make space for what is to come and who you are becoming in this moment. We hold on to things, identities and labels especially, because long after they serve us, they're still comfortable and they're familiar. That's who we've always been. But if you want to make a change, you're going to need to be someone different than you've always been in your life. So as you step into this new year, embrace the discomfort. Let go of what is no longer serving you as you head into this fresh start. And I will be rooting for you. Seriously. I got one ask before I let you go today. If you are listening to this right now, it's your first time ever listening to the show. Amazing. You get a free pass. I provide consistent value every single week to you. And that's my promise to you that that will keep getting better in 2023. I will continually up the caliber of guests that we are bringing on, the stories, the tangible action steps that you can take. All I ask in return is subscribe wherever you're checking this thing out. Follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever it may be. That helps more than you know. The more people that we are able to have subscribe, the more caliber of guests we are able to then go out and get, and we all win. It is a win-win-win situation for all of us. So from the bottom of my heart, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you wanting to start your new year with me. And until next week, flow on, my friends.